my goodness, it's the Sleeping Situation Podcast. And it's our 100th episode. So it's time to yell. (sighs) A hundred weeks, friends. And I'm Ivy. And I'm so tired. (laughs) Nice to meet you, so tired. I'm Dad. Um, It is our 100th episode, and we're really excited, and this is a special episode because we're doing a special question and answer episode, Um, but we're going to still do some uh, what's going on and some things of the week real quick. Uh, It's been 100 episodes, so oh my goodness, how rude of you. Uh, It's been 100 episodes, so we figured it's probably about time you got to know your hosts. If you don't already know us by now. No one knows us. That's fair. We're mysteries. Now we're just disembodied voices on the internet. Let me turn up the microphone a smidge here. Hello, hello, hello. Um, now I'm I'm the doom and gloom voice in this. I'm the nobody knows us and we're mystery people on the internet. That's my bit. Well, I took it. What are you gonna do about it? I guess nothing. <laughs> Good. So. Real quick, what's been going on? Real quick, um, I played two gigs this week. I played at the Buckeye Blues Fest in Cuyahoga Falls, and it was hot. And uh, we thought for sure it was outside. We thought for sure we were going to get stormed on. (laughs) There was a black storm cloud of doom circling us the whole time. And it never rained, which was nice. Um, Last night, I played with my band The Low Siders out at the Outpost in Kent for the Friday Night Mics. And it was one of the better gigs we have ever played. And there was like 10 people there, and I forgot to record it. That's the only way it's allowed. Thus is the way of the mat. Ain't that just the way. Um, Our next performance will be on August 17th at the Porch Rocker Festival. It's going to be... Oh, hey, that is up next, isn't it? Yup. It is upon us. Porch Rocker is upon us. What time are you playing, and what porch? We are playing at 522 Stratford Avenue, I think. Um, It's 7 o'clock. Go camp out on their porch until that day to make sure you have the best seat. Um, yes. We're still, I'm, we're getting live questions in now. Live um, questions. We'll do it live. <laughs> um, tomorrow we're going down to my parents' house uh, to go out to dinner, and I think we're going to the Denison Yard for pizza, and I am excited. Woo! Um, also, I saw two very funny things at the same on the same day. I wanted to talk about them before I forgot to talk about them. Forget to talk about them. Um, I saw a Toyota Prius with a couch and a love seat strapped to the roof. Um, like, couch, love seat on top of the couch, not next to, on top of the couch. And they were both perpendicular to the car. I don't think I believe you. It, I finally decided, and I don't think I believe you. I... I still don't know if I believe myself. It seems too strange to have actually happened. Um, And it's quite possibly the strangest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, aside from that, like, 10-mile-an-hour car crash I saw not too long ago. Um, I also saw a lady walking at night, and I went to pull into our parking lot, and, like, the headlights, like, swiveled past her. And she had, like, one of those baby carriers on, um, with the front kind of baby carrier, and there was a cat in it. <laughs> Yay! It was very cute. I asked if I could do that with Ray. Matt said no. It was funny, because like, I just saw it, and there was like the two glowing eyes, and I was like, oh, she has a cat. Oh, that's a kitty. How cute. That's about all that's going on, I think. 
Not now, computer. Now's not the time. Okay. Um, I haven't had that much going on, so I just thought I'd talk about what I did today. And today I went with Emily and Nicole, and there was a there's a Harry Potter festival thing that they do in Kent every year. I don't know how many years it's been, but it's an annual thing. A, a good handful of years, I believe, they've done it. We should say that that is my sister, Emily, and her friend, Nicole. Yeah. Not everybody knows who Emily and Nicole are. Well, sure. <laughs> do they have to? I guess not. Maybe they're just my friends. Well, you should Emily have at least Nicole. said that. Well, fine. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there's like a Harry Potter street festival thing that they do. It's called like Wizarding World of Kent or something. And it was really cool. It was super hot outside, and we decided to walk from Nicole's apartment, which is a mile or two away. I mean, it says I, my phone says I walked like four miles this afternoon, mm. which is, oof, that is more than I usually walk in like a week, probably. Uh, but anyway, we walked a real long way. It was, got super sweaty. But then uh, there's all sorts of people like, you know, selling arts and crafts and cool knickknacks and stuff. Some of them wizard-themed, and some of them just kind of neat. Uh, there was also lots of food trucks and junk. We ended up eating at the grilled cheese place. Uh, I didn't get a grilled cheese, though, because it was so hot outside that I was like, I'm getting a salad because it's the only cold thing on the menu, and I cannot eat a hot sandwich right now. Um, that was good. Kent, downtown Kent is really cool because it just has lots of cool little shops that are all in this little plaza-y thing that you walk all through. Mm -hmm. It's neat. It, it is very Diagon Alley feeling, so I understand why they do that. Um, and then we mostly bopped in and out of those little shops after we had, like, looked at all the Harry Potter stuff. Mm -hmm. um, there wasn't a ton to do. It was a lot of, like, get food and buy stuff or enter the costume contest or activities for small children. But it was still pretty fun. It was cool to, like, people watch. Lots of people, like, dressed up and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, like, different, you know, themed things at all the stores and whatever. Um, so it was a good time. And then we went back to Nicole's place, and I pet her very cute cat, and then we sat at the table and just, like, gabbed for a while, and I knocked over my water onto the floor and spilled, like, a full cup of water. I literally just, like, knocked it over and went, Jesus! And, like, grabbed it, and I went, I'm so sorry. Uh, so that was the highlight of the day. And that's about it. So I think we're just going to do one real quick round of everybody's favorite segment before we get on with our big special event. And that is Things of the Week. I always write T-O-T-W, so it's Tatu. Bop. Go ahead. Um, my Things of the Week. I watched some movies this week. Um, <laughs> those movies are, I watched uh, Network, uh, which... Holy Cow is a fantastic movie. It is great. Like, I feel like... Mm, it's... It's, like, one of the better movies I've ever seen. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It's the same director that did 12 Angry Men, which is also so good. Right. Um, absolutely recommend. It's on Netflix. You can watch it for free. Um, I also watched Taxi Driver, which is one of those movies that you're supposed to watch. And it was also so good. I feel... It's like... You can't call it a movie. It's a film. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. It's one of those. <clears throat> oh. Uh, what is it actually about? It's about a guy who goes crazy, basically. Is he the taxi driver? He is the taxi driver. Okay. Robert De Niro. And he goes crazy? Yes. Okay. He, like, I mean, it's not like he's, like... 
crazy. He's like kind of psycho crazy a little bit. I'm not sure what you mean, but okay. Okay. Well, you should watch it because it's one of those movies you're supposed to watch. Is it like creepy or is it like funny or is it just like drama? It is dramatic. Okay. Very dramatic. I see. Um, also, uh, Bernard Herrmann did the music for that, and he's one of my favorite film composers. Um, and then, by happenstance, I found a couple of uh, video essays about North by Northwest, which he also did the music for. Ooh. And, holy cow, I love that movie so much. I forgot how much I love that movie. We ought to watch that again. Until I started, well, we should watch that movie always. Um, if no, If you haven't seen North by Northwest, it is one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's tremendous. It's my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, it's not generally, it's one of those movies that it's like not generally considered his best movie, but it's like one of the fan favorites. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. It's actually really funny. Like you kind of, you can easily miss a lot of the humor in it, but it's actually really funny. Yeah. Um, can I ask real quick? Cause I don't think we have this for later. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Give me, like, movie? a top three. Do you have a top three favorite movies? <sighs> I don't... It's it's what That's one of those things that changes depending on, like, what kind of mood I'm in. And, like, how recently you've seen it. And, yeah, and how Every time I see, like, it. a really good movie, I'm convinced it's my new favorite movie. Like, I, when we watched When Harry Met Sally, I was like, this might be my favorite movie. It's so good. <laughs> um, I, I had a moment the other day, and I don't even remember why. I do remember why. I um I made a Spotify playlist at work and I mass dumped a crap ton of music mm-hmm. in it, um and I put the first Wolf Mother album in it, which mm-hmm. has Vagabond. And I was like, we don't spend enough time appreciating Five Hundred Days of Summer. That is my favorite movie. It's so good. Uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer, Pride and Prejudice, the Keira Knightley version. Um, About Time. Probably my third favorite. That is a good movie. Yeah. Those are all way up there. Um, also, She's the Man. And maybe Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I was My answer for a long time was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Um, it is just a brilliant movie of nonsense, uh, which I'm all about. Um, maybe Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It's way up there for sure. I... I mean, I have to put Star Wars, like, way up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love Dr. Strangelove. It's such a good movie. <laughs> we gotta watch that again, too, because I forget most of it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What, I don't, I don't know what my favorite movies are. Are you asking me what your favorite movie is? Yeah, what's my favorite movie? Um, and I don't, I'm trying to think what's over there on the show. I mean, North by I Northwest mean, is definitely up there. 500 Days of Summer. I love that movie so much. so good. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'll think of more eventually. Okay. Uh, you got any other things of the week? I really love The Incredibles. <laughs> it's so, so good. Is that your favorite animated movie? Mm, it is... It's definitely my favorite Pixar movie. That's fair. I don't know if anything could ever edge out The Aristocats or Jungle Book. <laughs> Those are my two favorite, like, classically animated movies. Good. Um, also, in my things of the week is Adventure Time, because we've been watching more mm-hmm. Adventure Time, 
and it's so good. It's too good, and it's frustrating. Um, and also, Planters Honey Roasted Cashews. It's my snack of choice lately. You said that like a commercial. Planters Honey That's Roasted right, Cashews. Matt from the Sleeping Situation Podcast <laughs> eats Planters Honey Roasted Cashews. Look lively. <laughs> They're my snack of choice. <laughs> Planters Honey Roasted Cashews. That's about it. It's a commercial if you just repeat it enough times. Yeah. That's what makes it an advertisement. That's, that's one of my. That's still one of my all-time favorite bits. Just pretending you're in a commercial. Just pretending I'm in a commercial <laughs> in real life. That's right, chi- that's right, kids. Matt Warner uses Pilot brand gel pens. <laughs> yes, religiously, and he drinks Budweiser beers. Bud Light, thank you very much. That's you drink both. That's why I said I beers know. plural. Did I clip it? I hope so. You deserve no, it. No, you didn't. It's all right. I got the I got these levels levels tight. You've leveled the levels. Yes, I did. Good. Do you have any things of the week? Did yeah, you go? I, what? I did you? I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I'm a little bit spaced today. I'm not sure what the um what the deal is with that. You better get your head in the game. Uh, I just had two YouTube things I wanted to talk about real quick. Uh, first is uh, ProZD on YouTube, uh, otherwise known as Sungwon Cho, otherwise known as the guy who did the anime voices on Vine. He is an Asian fellow, and he does really good. Oh, with like, the really square glasses? Yeah. Yeah, He does really, so really good, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! voices or yes. Dragon Ball Z voices. He has a YouTube channel. And he's also, like, actually a voice actor now, which mm. is really cool. He's, like, done voices in some shows and cartoons and stuff. Um, but he has a very funny YouTube channel that I enjoy also. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite videos of his. He does, like, really short, like, it's not a Vine, but it's, like, a funny sketch, but they'll be really short. Mm-hmm. He's done, like, a few of those, which are always good because he's hilarious. But also, he did some where he ate um, every type of Lunchable that they make <laughs> and reviewed it. And he did one where he ate... Uh, every type of Oreo that they make and reviewed, you know, reviewed them. He kind of just talked about, like, which ones were good and which ones were bad. But, like, he's funny doing it, so it's entertaining to watch, even though it's just, like, a 27-minute video of a guy eating 27 different types of Oreos. It's very entertaining. He's so funny, and I like him. Also, I discovered a type of video today, and they're from Glamour, like the magazine. Uh, They have a YouTube channel, and they do these videos called Fashion Fact Check, And they have this, like, fashion historian lady come in, and she talks about, like, most of them are Disney movies, and they also did Titanic. Um, Whether the costumes are actually period accurate or Mm. not, which is really interesting for her to talk about. And then she'll say, like, this this was, like, a really current style, or this is how it would have been. And then Mm -hmm. she talks you through, like, all the layers of what they would have been wearing. So, like, what kind of underwear would have been under this? What kind of... Mm. Like, she talks it, like, from the bottom up. Every single thing that someone from that time period would be wearing... It's really interesting, and I found those really fun. There's, like, five or six of them. I love stuff like that. Yeah. It, it was really cool. I would highly recommend those if you're interested. Yeah, that's it. Things of the week. Okay. Bop. So now we're going to do Q&A time. It's our special 100th episode extravaganza in 24 great smelling colors. <laughs> Toaster Bonanza. Toaster Bonanza. And so since a few weeks ago, we've been asking y'all to send us a whole bunch of questions for us to answer and discuss and talk about today. And we got a big old list, and we're just going to sit here until we've answered all of them. All right. Uh, This 
episode may run long, and that's just how it's going to be. Sound good? I hope so. <laughs> Bonus episode, we're going to talk longer. Uh, good. So, I pretty much put them in my phone fairly in the order that we received them. Okay. Um, you know, vaguely. I just thought that was a way to keep track of them. So, we're going to start with several weeks ago, our good friend Anna sent us a whole buttload of questions. Uh, we answered a few of them a couple weeks ago to kind of gear ourselves up for this, but we're going to do the rest of her questions first, I thought, because she asked us a whole ton, and they're all really good. Um, also, I don't know if I've talked about it yet, but I bought one of Anna's prints. She did a very cute Pikachu picture, and I bought a little, like, 5 by 7 print of it, and I sh- don't know if I have posted a picture yet, and I absolutely should, because you all should check out Anna's art, because it's great. It is so cute. Her style is adorable. She draws the cutest stuff. You should absolutely follow her and check out her stuff. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. <laughs> um, I didn't want to move to California. <clears throat> that, was a, that was a movie quote. Uh, just for me. <laughs> oh! What? It's okay. a mad, 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 mad world. Is that what... Oh, that's, that's your favorite one of, movie? That's another one of my favorite movies. Is that what that's from? That is what that's from. Oh, I don't remember it's, that. Sorry, the mic stand was against the table. Allow me to adjust it briefly. Why do we have mics stand? Well, um, I'm just borrowing it for the time being. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's a, a, a Hispanic-looking couple... And they run them off the road, and they go down the hill with the, the truck. In the movie. In the movie. I thought you were just telling a story. No. Um, this is in the movie Mad, 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 Mad World. Yes. And they're going down the truck, and all the stuff's flying off. Mm-hmm. And they get to the bottom, and they finally stop, and they're just sitting there. And he turns to his wife, and he goes, I said it before, and I say it again. I didn't want to move to California. It's funny. Um, I saw that movie once because you showed it to me. I have seen the movie Rat Race, which was based on it, at least 12 times, which I am more familiar with. <laughs> uh, it's just John Cleese betting on which of these people is going to find this money first, and then they all accidentally end up on stage at a Smash Mouth concert at the end. A Smash Mouth <laughs> benefit concert, and they donate all the money. Spoilers! Uh, that movie's probably 20 years old at this point, so I think that's fair. Now, if we're ready, I think we should do Anna's questions. All right. So here we go, Um, starting from the ones that we have not done yet. Uh, This is really fun, and it is, what's a really niche piece of media that you passionately enjoy? So, like, a movie, a game, a book, something that, like, is very niche and not a lot of people know about that you like a whole lot. Viewmasters. People know about Viewmasters, but okay. (laughs) Okay. Um. I don't... I think she means, like, a movie or a show or a book or something. Um, I've been trying to think about this, and the first thing that comes to mind is I had a video game for the Sega Dreamcast, which is niche in itself. If any of you had a Sega Dreamcast, I'll be shocked. Um, It was one of those ones that they basically just took, like, an arcade, like, you know, a game that you would play in an arcade and put it on a system, because they were like, what are video games back then? They hadn't figured it out yet. Um... There were these games, they were called Power Stone, and it was basically, the way I would describe it is it's like, it was a fighting game, and it's like a way more cartoony, like Mortal Kombat. It's not nearly as, like, blood and guts as Mortal Kombat is, but it was just like, choose your fighter, and you, you know, there was like an arcade mode, or there was like, you know, you could do two players and just fight each other, and the cool thing about it, like, it's a little shtick, 
the power stone, what that was, is there were three power stones that would pop up through the round, and if you got, you had to collect all three of them. And so if I picked up one and then you picked up one, and then I picked up the second one, I would have to, like, punch you until it popped out of you and I got the third one, basically. And if you got all three, you had, like, a superpower mode. Mm -hmm. You could, like, power up and you got, like, special, stronger attacks and stuff. I... I had Power Stone 1 and Power Stone 2, and they were amazing. I love them so much, and the arcade style was the best way to do it, but there was, like, cooperative arcade style, so you could play through it on two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could beat that in, like, minutes. It was great. I got so good at it. Um, my character was Ayame, and she was, like, a Japanese girl, and she had, like, paper flower shuriken thingies that she'd throw. It was great. Uh... So, so that's the niche piece of media I'm very passionate about. Okay. I don't know if I have something that's like... I mean, I said Viewmasters just because I'm excited <laughs> by them right now. I mean, I guess uh, that's that counts. I mean, yeah. How many people are like excited about Viewmasters now? I Do don't you know. think the new Marvel movie is going to come out on Viewmaster? I hope so. <laughs> Listen, I had... Tell me if you think this is a good idea, audience. Um, what I want to do is... Like, you know how some, like, records are, like, cool? You'd, like, <laughs> you print a record, right? And then the little center label is a Viewmaster. Do you want to explain what a Viewmaster is real quick in case anybody doesn't know? So, a Viewmaster is a toy from, like, the 50s. I think they, there's, like, the technology was around in, like, the 1800s. But it's basically this little thing, and you look into it, and there's a, a, a paper wheel with pictures in it. And when you you put the little paper wheel in the little viewer, and when you look into it, it's a 3D image. Um, Yeah. The, the, like, pictures are slightly different from each other, and your eyes normalize it, and it's three-dimensional. Isn't there... Is there a mirror in it or no? I believe so. There's a mirror somehow, right? I don't know how they work. I think they're really cool. And then there's a little lever thingy that you pull, and it spins it to the next picture. Yeah. Basically. Um, Super popular toy, like, from forever... I mean, I had um, one in the 90s. Yeah. Um, I had my dad's, uh, and also my grandparents have one. I had a Pocahontas-branded one, I'm pretty sure. My, it was definitely Pocahontas Blues, and that's why I can remember. My my cousin's daughter, who is like three, um, drug out my grandparents' one when we were out there for the fourth, and I had more fun with it than she did. <laughs> um I mean, she liked it. Yeah. She would, like, click it and then, like, laugh really loud. Like, she wanted everybody to know that she thought it was funny. Right. It was very cute. My bit was um, she would hand it to me, and I, I'd go, I don't see anything, and hand it back to her. And she'd be like, what? <laughs> that was good. Um. Okay, I'll, I'll throw another one. Okay. This is, the okay, the movie I've watched maybe the most times, certainly within the last year, is the Joni Mitchell Shadows and Light concert. <laughs> I've watched that so many times. It's tremendous. Um, and I feel like not a pe- enough people know about it. Available on YouTube. Available in its entirety on YouTube. Oh, I got one more fear. Okay. Uh, the best Christmas movie of all time only aired on TV twice. And it was called Annabelle's Wish. Absolutely, how dare you. It's so good. And uh, it's my favorite Christmas movie. It's the most important Christmas movie. Absolutely, how dare you. It was a film made for TV by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I believe it only aired, like, two times. And then you could buy it on, like, VHS tape. And all we have it on is taped from TV on a VHS tape the second year it aired. 
and then my mom found a VHS tape, I think online or something. Mm -hmm. I think there might be a DVD available, but it's, like, expensive, Mm -hmm. because they're, like, they didn't make very many or something. Like, it's not, like, you know, a million dollars, but it's, like... $30 $30 or something, well, so it's, like, more than you want to pay for a DVD. You can't but like, buy the DVD. It would ruin it. You have yeah, to watch it. Yeah, like, it. it can only exist on those tapes in my parents' house, or it's, like, ruined. Yeah. But uh, it's a Christmas movie, and it's about a cow. And the cow is born on Christmas, the baby calf. And uh, the whole shtick is that when Santa comes on Christmas, he throws magic dust on the animals, and they get to talk for a day. And so the animals are talking to each other, they're talking to Santa, whatever. And Annabelle sees, Annabelle's the cow, and she sees the reindeer, and she decides she wants to, like, grow up and be one, because they fly, and they're cool. And they, everybody tells her, Annabelle, you're a cow, you can't be a reindeer. And she thinks, like, well, I'm going to ask Santa for a special wish, and that's going to be my, my Christmas wish, is that I want to be a reindeer. And they live on a farm, and there's a little boy named Billy, and he can't talk, and then he finds out that Annabelle can talk for that day. And so then he has to, like, obviously he keeps the secret, but then he finds out about her wish, and it's very exciting and very well animated, not, and very well voice acted, and it has a very special place in my heart, so everyone should watch Annabelle's Wish this Christmas. Uh, Should we move on? Sure. We have a lot of questions, and we just spent so much time, but it's going <laughs> to be all right. That's a preview of what is about to happen. <laughs> uh, okay, Anna's next question is, if Ray was human, what would she be like? What would her career be, and how about her fashion sense? I think that Ray would be like, you know, it's, she would, okay. She's very tall and very skinny. And she has, like, large, thick frame glasses and wears a beret and, like, a peacoat. Okay. But she's very, like, oh, my gosh, I came over. I Listen, you'd never believe who I just ran into the other day. <laughs> I saw, you know, and then what she, and then, oh, she told me. And then, but she's, like, like a librarian or something, like, very sort of. Like a secretary uh, or something? Yeah. I see her as, like, somebody's, like. Somebody's receptionist or assistant or yes. like, but like very, very scatterbrained, but also like has it under control at the same time. Yeah. Like, like her life is chaos, but she's like also doing just fine. Like <laughs> Zoe Deschanel would play her in a movie. Yeah. I don't think she's that tall. No, she's not. If there was a <laughs> tall version of Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> okay. How tall is Winona Ryder? I don't know. Probably um, not that tall. Yeah, she has to be like, or maybe she's like an architect, and but she's trying to get her foot in the the door at a architecture firm. She's definitely very plucky, no yes. matter what. Yes, absolutely. Plucky and optimistic, but also scatterbrained, and everything is a mess. Yes, and she wears like, um, uh, like turtleneck sweaters and that a are like skirt. mustard yellow. Yeah. Yeah. And like colored tights. Yep. And, like, vintage shoes. Absolutely. Yeah. She definitely has glasses. With hair that's, like, this long. Yeah. Yep. Uh, like, shoulder length, if you couldn't see that through the radio. <laughs> yeah, but she has, like, big, either, like, thick frame glasses or, like, big, like, wire just ring. round, round wire, wire. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel. Yep. Yep. Uh, yes. That's how it would be. And I'm glad we agree so easily. <laughs> uh, do we have any summer plans? 
No. <laughs> um, I, I, I am working a lot and playing a lot of music. Same. Except for writing a lot. That's about it. That's about it. Um, we don't have any extravagance uh, things planned. No vacation uations this year. Um, it's also July 27th, and summer is over on August 1st. Uh, that is forever. How dare you? My birthday is 10 days after that. Yeah, but... It's summer on my birthday. See? It's summer on my birthday. <laughs> what I was... It's summer on my birthday. <laughs> what I was going to say was that uh, band forever broke my brain in that oh. uh, summer is over on August 1st. That's a fair point. That's that's good. I can I can deal with that. So nothing big and fancy this summer. Uh, what are our thoughts on anime and the rise of anime? I have many um, uh, opinions and thoughts about anime. Um, I am exactly the kind of person that would be the kind of person that would be super into anime, but I'm not. And I don't know why. I still don't know why you say that, because I can't see it at all. I just... I don't know. Because well, a lot of anime is very, like, self-indulgent of itself and, like, not to be taken that seriously. Some of it is. But at the same time, it's, like, it can be kind of goofy and, like... I... And I, that just doesn't seem like something that you could be into. I really like the animation style. Yeah. And I, from what I've seen, the writing is super good. But. Yeah. Like, I think there's too much magic and killing dragons. Well, it depends on which one you're watching. There's anime about, like, there's a very popular one about volleyball. Oh. It's, it's about a volleyball team. Or there's uh, Yuri on Ice is about ice skating. Like, there's a lot of sporty ones. Like they're not all Sailor Moon. Yeah, I think I think my issue is I've not done sufficient research in order to form an opinion about anime. That's fair. I liked Pokemon. Pokemon is so good. And you I've, loved Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> just when when you were watching it this last time. Yeah. I was. I'm, I'm I, joking. You didn't like it very much. I. That's not true. It's very silly. Um. It's it's like it's taking itself. It's acting like it's super serious for something that's very silly. I think I think that was my problem. Is it's acting super serious? Yeah. I remember liking it when it was on, like watching it. I didn't know if you really watched it that much. It was. I mean, it probably came on like after Pokemon, and so and, I watched it. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember like what network it was usually on. If it was on the same, because I don't think. Well, I think they were both on maybe WB. That sounds Kids right. Kids WB. But I believe it might have also been on, like, Fox Kids or something like that. Yeah. And maybe Cartoon Network sometimes. I would like to watch more anime, because I, I think it is something that I can enjoy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really do love the animation style. Yeah. Um, and, like, how the characters look. And there's always these, like, gorgeous watercolor backgrounds on everything. Yeah. Um, it is very pretty. But I just haven't... There's so much of it. And I don't know where to start, and I feel like that's the worst thing to do. So please recommend me anime to watch. What are some good starter animes for Matt? For somebody that's, like, really cynical about everything. I just started My Hero Academia. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of super powery though. So if that's not what you're looking for, then maybe not. See, but I, I mean, it's very no. super powery. Oh, see, um, that's I can I can get into anything if it's done well enough. I think. I mean, I've only seen, like, the first two episodes or something. I haven't watched very much of it yet, so mm-hmm. I, I could start over with you. You might like it, because there is, like, pretty interesting, uh, like, plot things they're already setting up in the first, like, two or three episodes. Yeah. Uh, I could see you maybe liking it. Okay. Uh, that was my attempt at, like, getting into it some more, because the only ones that I really know and like basically are the ones from childhood. Right. I was always very into Sailor Moon, and I've watched... Most of it in the past couple years, uh, the last season is very hard to find, and they never dubbed it, which I know that it is wrong, uh, but I prefer dubs to subs, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I will always apologize, because I know that's incorrect, but I don't want to read it. I want to listen to it, <laughs> and I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, like, Sailor Moon and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are, like, my big ones, I guess. Uh, I always wanted to get into, like, Dragon Ball Z, but I never... It was never, like, a good, like, when it was on TV. It was always, like, in the middle of something. I'm like, I kind of know who these people are, but I have no idea what's going on. I've never seen it from the beginning, and I could never figure out what was happening. Um, I would like to get into it some more and watch a whole bunch of it. Yeah. Uh, but I, too, have the issue of, like, not knowing what's good or what's not. Right. Uh, from friends at work and watching Drawfee, I know which ones that they like, and some of those sound like things I might like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's literally a whole, like, genre of television. Yeah. I mean, it's the equivalent of going, like, I want to watch TV, and then not knowing what shows to watch. Yeah. And having no concept of what shows are good or not good. Yeah. And I like that they're just, like, a lot of them are just take different approaches and like, what we're used to in, like, Western cartoons, Western movies, mm-hmm. TV. Um you know, that's why, like, a Miyazaki film is different than a Disney movie. Like, right. it's why it feels different. It's just because it's a different art, a different culture, a different approach. And I do like that it, like, you can't always expect what's going to happen just because their tropes aren't necessarily the same or, like, their storytelling isn't the same. Mm-hmm. And, like, the types of stories they tell and, like, the pace and everything is all different. Um, some of them, like... I've tried ones before that felt a little too, like, fan servicey, and, like, I couldn't get into that. Mm. I tried to watch, like, the Oran Host Club one, but it was kind of... It ended up being too cringy for me. Mm. I would maybe try it again, because I only watched a couple episodes, and maybe I need to give it more of a chance, because uh, that was recommended to me by a friend at work. Um, but, yeah, there was another one that she showed me once, um, and I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was, like, it was, a, it was like about cooking, and I liked it mm. a lot. And everything, like, looked so good. Like, they make food look so good. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, Anna's next question to follow up was, what kind of anime would you make? Um, and I'm trying... Mine, I mean, I think I will probably always like a Sailor Moon, like a magical girl sort of anime, so I would want to be in charge of, like, writing the next magical girl. I would, I would literally do, like, a sitcom. Like, just a straight sitcom, but animated, but anime. I think would be super cool. That would be cool. Just like a like a slice of life kind of thing? Yeah, or it's like, um, uh, you know, quirky girl moves to the big city for her dream career and uh, dates a bunch of dudes, mm-hmm. and the neighbor across the hall is a wacko, 
uh, <laughs> but they become friends. He's just misunderstood. I'm sure there is anime like that. Yeah. They do have, like, slice of life. I would be just totally like, you know, into that. comedies or whatever like that. They totally do have those. Yeah. I don't know what they are, but I do know they exist. Um, cool. Uh, the next question is, what are some of your early internet slash 2000s memories? Uh, Neopets, Webkins, did we do any of those? What kind of things did you do on the internet as a small child? I... I don't remember. Or, you know, early on in your internet days. So here's the thing. Our internet wasn't good enough <laughs> to do a lot of stuff. Um, in the earliest days of the internet, I remember only wanting to get on Lego.com and shop for <laughs> Legos. Um, good. And look through those kind of things. I You I, did mostly games, right? Like computer games. Yeah. I... Like, I don't remember even hearing about YouTube until, like, the 6th or 7th grade. Oh, I mean, it wasn't... YouTube only came out in, like, 05, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, not until, like... I start, I didn't start watching until, like, 2006, 2007. Right. Um, but our internet literally wasn't fast enough to load <laughs> anything, so I never... I ne- was never on there. Yeah. Um, and so I, I never really got into that until, like... I mean, it was probably, I mean, I got more into YouTube, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. But that was already, like, 29, 27. What? 2007. What are 2007. you? 2007. Do you remember how to say the year? 2008. You know, it was probably about 29. The year 29. Um, and then I got a MySpace. Oh, Yeah. That's early internet culture. That counts. Okay. I had a MySpace. I had a MySpace. Did your name... What was your name on MySpace? Did you have a a cool username? You know, I don't remember. I remember mine very well. It was uh, two X's. Like, little X, big X. Oh, yes. Underscore, Ivysaur, underscore, big X, little X. Of course. Yes. I was so emo. It's great. I don't remember what mine was. It's probably just, like, Matt, period. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> was it the Matt Warner? Uh, no. That, I don't think you had that yet, I, did you? I don't think I did that until I got like Instagram. Instagram. That was much later. Maybe Twitter. Maybe that was my Twitter handle. Mm. Mayhaps. Did you do Neopets? Did I did you not. have a Webkins? I did not. I did Neopets. I never had a Webkins. Hmm. I... My thing with Neopets was always, like, I would get on and I would enjoy it for, like, a couple days, but it was, like, so hard to get enough points that I wouldn't stick with it for very long, so I would do, like, short bursts of it. Like, I would play it a couple days in a row and then I wouldn't touch it for, like, months. Mm -hmm. And then I would play it, like, a lot for a couple days in a row and then I wouldn't touch it for a while. And I liked just, like, making new pets, but Mm -hmm. it was, like... It was hard to take care of them because you had to, like, use your points to buy everything and you had to play games to get the points, and I wasn't that good at the games. Uh, My favorite games were Fairy Bubbles and Potato Counter and Extreme Potato Counter, and those are the only games I ever played. (laughs) Good. Um, I remember I, like, used to go over to Fred's house and play Flash games. Yeah. I guess they had better internet than us. But, yeah, I mostly just, like, if I was on the computer, I was playing, like, a computer game. From a, construction. from a disc. Um, 
Yeah, Tonka Construction. It's the best game ever. Um, I had some other early ones. Lego Creator was a lot of fun. Um, Lego Loco, where you built the trains. I had Lego Island, but that stayed at my grandparents' house. Oh. That was a lot of fun. Is that it? I don't know. I, I mean, I could, <laughs> I'm sure I could think of more. Yeah. Emily had the Freddy Fish game. I always thought those games looked so fun, but I only had one Pajama Sam game, but they always came with, like, demos. Yeah. For other ones, and I never had any of the other ones. I had a lot of Reader Rabbit games. Do you have Reader Rabbit? Yeah, I think so. They were, like, educational. Yeah. Um, well, my early internet memories are, uh... Homestar, definitely. Lots of Homestar Runner. Neopets, uh, lots of, like, Barbie.com. Great games on Barbie.com, I'll tell you what. Uh, DisneyChannel.com had some good games. The uh, Experiment 625 Sandwich Stacker is maybe the best, like, Flash game of all time. It was just, like, uh, from from the Lilo and Stitch. He was the one that liked the sandwiches. Yeah. And it was basically just like they were falling and you had to catch and make your yeah. sandwich as tall as possible. It was such a good internet game. I believe it like won an award, like internet game of the year or something. <laughs> like the people played it so much. It was so fun. Um, I did all those kind of things. Like Nickelodeon.com had games. They had, there was a really fun Wild Thornberries game I remember playing a whole lot. You would like rescue injured animals and like bring them back to your camp and like nurse them back to health and then let them go. It was fun. Um, there were Cartoon Network games, all those kinds of, like, websites we would go on and play games. There was another website. I think it was called, like, addictinggames.com that had some on it that we played. And the one I remember the most, it was called Interactive Buddy. And uh, I think my cousin Dan showed it to us. And basically, you, like, beat the crap out of this little round orb guy. I remember that one, You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. You would, like, get enough points by just, like, smacking him around. But it was just, like, it wasn't, like, a person. It was just, like, a little, a little gray, like, orb man. Mm-hmm. And then you could, like, buy other things to, like, put in there with him, and then you'd, like, turn off the gravity and whack him all around. Or you could, like, throw bricks at him. Or you could... It sounds terrible. It was probably terrible. But, uh, we played that a lot. Um... I was definitely, like, a child of the internet in terms of, like, I was used to go online, like, every day and watch, like, the classic YouTubes, like, the Shoes video and, like, the Muffins video and Charlie the Unicorn and Evolution of Dance and, like, all of those. Like, we used to just get on and, like, watch those, like, every day after school. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that was, like, pretty much the foundation of of early internet. Yeah. I don't think I'm forgetting much computer was fun next question what was that next that reminded me of something and now I don't know what uh uh, uh, I scrolled it on accident what (coughs) now I'm joking what are you joking about oh my god what bands are on your to see list um, to see live. I would really love to see Spoon. I would really love to see Wilco. I would 
Love to see death from above, but apparently they are painfully loud. And just wear your plugs, I guess. Yeah. Um, those are like the big ones, I the think. Big ones. Um, especially because I can still see those bands in not an arena. I mean, I'd love to see Radiohead if they played like the Beachland, but I don't want to go to uh, the Q. I think we've had this discussion on the podcast. I think we before. have. Um, there's lots of bands that I would love to see, but I, I have no desire to see something in a stadium. It's just, just to me, it's like just a whole different experience. You yeah. Know? But that's fair. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, I mean, those are those are three like realistic ones that I could. I, I would I would indulge. That's good. Um, who else? Who else would I go to see? Grizzly Bear would be really cool. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Heck, I don't know. Yeah. What other What other music do I like? I don't know. I'm not I the keeper know. of your music. <laughs> <clears throat> those are those are some relevant bands that I would go see. Okay. I would I would really like to see Wilco, but they mm. aren't around. Do they not tour much? Um, I don't know. They're coming out with a new album, so they might. That'd be cool. Yep. I'd go to that. Wilco does this really cool thing where they announce and or release albums on my birthday. Uh <laughs> they missed it. No, Did they, they, announce they it? announced it on my birthday. Didn't Star Wars come out on your birthday? Star Wars came out on That's my birthday. That's what I thought. And then they announced um, Schmilson, not Schmilson, Schmilko, on my <laughs> birthday. They announced the album that came out like 50 years ago? Yeah. On your birthday? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, I would kill to see Paul McCartney. Uh, that is my, like... My number one, like, I hope I get to someday, but it is terrifying that I might not. Um, I want to see the Aces. Really into them lately. Um, I'd like to see... I've seen a lot of my, like, bucket list bands, you know? Um, which is very lucky for me. Uh... I need my chemical romance to get back together so I can see them, unfortunately. Um, uh, I think it would be cool to see Marina and the Diamonds. I believe she's just Marina now, but I feel like nobody knows who I'm talking about if I say that. Um, I, don't, it's, I feel like I've seen a, a lot of my bucket list once at least once, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, I guess that's what I got for now. Okay. I'm seeing the Jonas Brothers soon. That's a thing that 13-year-old me thought would never happen, and I'm very <laughs> excited. Um, what video game would you like to see get a remaster slash remake slash sequel? Um. Like, what would you rather play with, like, better graphics or whatever? That should never happen. How rude. Uh, then you don't get to answer the question. I, 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 I genuinely believe that 
the the medium that the video game was intended for is part of the experience. Like you don't want to play Super Mario Brothers in like four four uh, um, like what what is the high def TVs now? I don't know. Like four thousand something. Yeah, but they're still making those in four thousand whatever, like the new ones. What you can play Mario new games like that. Right, but it's like it should be the sixteen bit. Okay. I mean, it's I. I've seen some games that have been remastered, and I'm like, it's... I mean, it, it, they're nice, they look nice, but, like, if you're asking me if I'm going to play Star Fox in the N64 or on the DS, I'm going to play it on the N64. Well, the question was, what video game would you like to see get remake, remaster, or sequel? Is there one that you would like to see a sequel of? A sequel? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if there's any that haven't already been sequeled. I'm trying to think of, like, know. all of my favorite video games, and they all have a sequel to them. Well, you can do more than one. Well, I know. You know how there's, like, ten Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I'm just, that's, I'm thinking. I'm just saying if it already has a sequel, they can be another one. Uh, I'm going to talk for the sake of not dead air. No, that's... I, you uh, You could just talk. You don't have to, you don't have to tell me. You can just talk. Um, I would play Sly Cooper in higher D. Uh, they already did Spyro. I just haven't gotten to play it yet, and I think that'll be cool. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, like, any Game Boy games that I would love to play on, like, PlayStation. Because I think sometimes moving from, like, a handheld to, like, a console mm -hmm. can be a cool thing. Uh, maybe, like... Um, maybe... I don't know. I guess I don't know. Okay, I did. I did think of some. Uh, Kirby in Dreamland. I would love to play that on, like, PS4. I love Kirby. Kirby games are so fun. You just, you just run through and you just go for it. And you eat people and you explode stuff. It's great. Like, there's nothing to worry about. You just play. That's what I like about them. Um, alright, so I maintain that Star Fox, the correct way to play it is on the N64. Um, I will say that I would love... A ridiculous, crazy, ultra-high-def treatment of, like, the complete collection of Star Wars Rogue Squadron games. Okay. Um, they're the only, like, flying-shooting Star Wars games that actually get... Like, the mechanics of actually flying the thing feels really natural. Hmm. Like, in the, in the Battlefront games, it feels really weird. Oh. And some of the other games that I've played, like, where you're flying ships around, it feels, like, not right. But in, like, the original Rogue Squadron game, it feels really natural. Mm. And I think that would be cool if they gave it, like, the stupid high dev. 
It's not a very long game to, you know, it's an N64 game. They, That's the one that all over. you do is fly and shoot, right? Yes. Which is the correct Rogue Squadron way. The second one's actually really good. Um, the third one, you're running around some. I'm not super fan of that. What is Battlefront, then? That's the one where it's, like, two teams. It's like a, it's like a conquest game. Where, where there's, like, your team and the other team. Yeah, and you, and you have to kill like, all hundred of the other team or whatever. Right, or okay. you, you try to, like, capture the outposts. Yeah. Okay, I had to remember, because sometimes you're playing them and I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, that's okay. Because I never really played those. That would be... I would enjoy that. A remastered Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that's just, cool. Just because of how shiny the new movies are. <laughs> you're going to George Lucas it up in here. You're like, oh, now we have the technology. I'm absolutely this offended is the, this that is the you Star just Wars said Rogue that Squadron me. that I wanted to make. Oh no, <laughs> I take back everything I said. I am embarrassed now. Okay, uh, who? Uh, what would you? Okay, <laughs> what would your Pokemon team consist of? Who would be your main buddy? Uh, it's just like seven Snorlaxes. We only get six. Okay, um, <laughs> I would, I would have a Snorlax. Mm-hmm. I would have a Venusaur. Very good. I, you would take Bulbasaur as your starter? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. I'm. Are you also going to have Charizard? I think I would... Uh, I would have a Snorlax and a Venusaur. And I think I would have a... Um, maybe a Raichu for an electric type, electric type, electric type. <laughs> um, maybe a a Growlithe or an Arcanine as my fire type. Mm-hmm. And rock type. Um, you're doing a good balance here. What's the What's the big Geodude? Onyx. No, not Onyx. No. Yeah, it is. Wait. No, Onyx is a snake. Rock Why snake. did I say that? Uh, Rock lobster. Uh, Golem. Golem, yes. Golem. 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 Smeagol. Um, Geodude, Graveler, Golem. Smeagol. No. <laughs> Wrong property. That was... Listen, that was, that was clever of me, and you didn't appreciate it at all. Mm-mm. Um, how many more do I have? Isn't that six? Is that six? I feel all right with that team. Oh, I need a water type. What'd you say? Go through it again. Snorlax. Right. Snorlax. Uh, uh, Venusaur. RK9. Raichu. Raichu. Golem. Yeah, so you got one more. Lapras. Ooh, Lapras is a good one. Lapras is good. Uh, who would be your, like, your lead? Your main... Who'd be first in your party? Um, out of those... Your Snorlax? No, Snorlax is there for, um... Secret weapon? Yeah, he's the secret weapon. <laughs> They're like, uh... Matt's down! Five to six! He's got one Pokemon left! Well, if you're in, in the league, I believe you only get three. Oh. In a regular battle in the game, you can use up to six. Well, it's like my first two are down, and then the other guy's like, oh, no. If you're in the show and it's the league, I believe you get three per battle. Oh, no, he's only got one left. Is it the Snorlax? And then it's the Snorlax. 
and everybody goes wild. He falls asleep he's and just, the crowd starts screeching. He's my ace in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would be my, my... I don't know. I've always loved Lapras. Lapras is very cool. I love vile plumes, though. They're really stinky, though. <laughs> well, you didn't put vile plume in your team. I know. Now I feel dumb. You know they're uh, based on a real flower? Yes. They're enormous. Yeah. And also very stinky. Very stinky. <laughs> they have vile plumes. I've always, listen, I love Oddish so much. I think that's just why I like Vile Plume so much, is I love Oddish so much. That's good. A little turnip. Who would be your your main buddy? Uh, um, Snorlax. I love Snorlax. He's very good. He's so good. Or I could have just have a Munchlax. He would be a better, like, buddy, I think. Well, that's true. They're a little more mobile. Yeah, a little more alert. And and more, like, reasonable to deal with. They just want to eat. Snorlax just wants to sleep. Yep. Is that it? Yep. Okay. I, um, feel, I feel good about that. Mine is hard because most of my favorite Pokemon are Grass-type, and that's a bad, like, disadvantage to have all one type. Uh, it's better to have a mixture. A lot of people in the games are like, I'm a bug catcher and I have only bugs, or like, I'm a... F- Lava guy, and I have only fire. <laughs> um, which, you know, like, if I was going to do it that way, I would be, like, a grass-type Listen, lady. Listen, I'd, I'd just like to interrupt real quick. But I said lava guy. No, because that's exactly what the game would do. It's like, I'm the bug catcher, and then there's, like, I'm the fisherman, and then there's, like, one guy that's, like, um, I'm the cat lady, and then there's, there's <laughs> I'm the lava guy. I'm the lava guy. Uh... The electrician. That would be a good, like, if there was, like, an There all, is. Is that what they call them, though? That they call yeah. them the electrician? I believe in Sun and Moon they're electricians. <laughs> good. Uh, they definitely are guys that work at the power plant. No, and, but they have, like, all electrical types. Yeah, that's Pokemon. what I'm saying. Okay. The guys that work at the power plant have electric types. Yeah. Um, um, so my team. This is very hard. I have a lot that I like. Um, probably... And it's hard because, like, usually if I'd be playing the game, I would go ahead and, like, evolve everything. But there are some of them where, like, I like Haunter better than Gengar. Absolutely. So I would say Haunter over Gengar. Um, he'd probably be on my team. Uh, definitely, like, an Ivysaur or a Venusaur or something. A, a Bulba of some kind. I would also definitely have a Trico. And I think maybe... You know, Trico, Grovile, Sceptile would be my main my mm. main friend. Uh, they are your favorites. Between Bulba and Trico, it's very close. Um, <laughs> I also love Scyther very much. Um, that's four, and three of them are green. <laughs> two of, two of them are grass, and that's just gonna have to be okay. Um, maybe I'd go with like. Um, like Kadabra or Alakazam, I like Psychic a lot too. Mm. Um, my types are not great. <laughs> I'm just gonna admit that I won't be very good in battles because my type layout is not awesome. And oh, probably like it's hard. Probably like 
Mm, Gyarados. That's gonna, go that. I was just going to make a joke that you should have a magic card. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty good to me. Yep. That, that would work. Uh, two grass buddies is fine by me. And I'd walk and I'd hold both of their hands on either <laughs> side of me. And it'd be just fine. Except for I don't think Bulbasaur can hold hands. I don't think that would work. He stands on all his feet. Yeah. Trico walks like a people. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think the thing I like most about Venusaur over, like, the other ones is his big snaggle teeth. <laughs> and he doesn't have rocket launchers on his back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just meant over, like, Bulbasaur or Ivysaur. Oh, I see. It's his snaggle teeth, huh? Yeah, he's big. Kind of, oh, his flower's biggest. He just looks like he's always going to be saying, ooh. <laughs> that is kind of what he sounds like. He's like, um, he's like the dad in a Goofy movie when he opens the door and he's just Oh, like, Roxanne's dad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Venusaur always. That's a very fun, <laughs> fair comparison. Uh, Anna also asks, what kind of Pokemon would you be? Uh, Snorlax. I would be... Why have I never thought about this before? I don't know. What would I be? What kind of Pokemon would I be, Ivy? Snorlax. I would like... Oh, is that is that the correct, actual yeah. correct answer? Yeah. I'm glad. It is. <laughs> um, He's just so cute. I mean, would I be a grass friend? I think so. A cute grass friend? Bellossom. Bubbles? Buttercup. Buttercup. Uh, I'd be Bellossom. Uh, what do you do when you get creative block or burnout? Do you have a hobby that you turn to? Um, I, that is what my life is now, and I am just angry and sad. You just live in despair for a while, I think. Yep. Which is not the best way, maybe. Uh, no, I eat lots of cookies and uh, am just uh, generally distraught. See at n- right now. What other hobby do you turn to? Um, I've been trying to read more. I started yeah. a book. I started a book and I read it like twice, and now I haven't read any more of it. Um, but I need to be better about reading. Um, I mean, I it's I don't really do much else. I guess I play video games some, but not like a ton, ton. Mm-hmm. Um. I wish I had more time. I, that's a that's a poor excuse because there's always more time, uh, and I spend it not doing things that I should be doing, and just watching YouTube. Um, Sometimes that's okay. Yeah, like I I could be I should be drawing more. I like to doodle. Um, Maybe you should doodle. I should doodle. Doodle me some cartoons. When you get stuck in music, just doodle for a while. And then once you feel good, do music again. Yeah. I did start a, uh, a, a an outro music this week, so we'll see if that makes it at the end. Oh, good. We'll see what happens. Good. Is that your answer? Um, yeah, I don't know. What else do I do? I don't know. I Nothing. spend money. That's, <laughs> That's your hobby. I, I try to make the sad go away with records. And uh, guitars. I think that's something to talk to a therapist about. No, it's fine. 
I just I just can't find that Joni Mitchell record. The aforementioned Joni Mitchell record. Someday you will. I know. And I'll have a moment. Square will have it. Probably. If you're going to find it anywhere. Yep. Sometimes um, it's, uh, it's good to just not think about things. Like I, if I'm like stuck and I can't come up with anything, I'll just absolutely not think about it. And then suddenly I'll think about it and have a really good idea. And so just take a break. Sometimes that works. Or I guess the nice thing about having um, lots of guitars laying around uh, is that they're all different. And they, like, say different things to you. Like, as new agey as that sounds. <laughs> um, and so if I'm stuck on something and trying to write something, sometimes just grabbing a different guitar will put me in a different kind of, like, brain space. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, like, the baritone guitar. Um, or, like, the Hofner one I have has, com- like, the flat nylon strings on it. So it feels, like, physically feels entirely different. Mm. Um, and so that helps too. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes you just gotta change it up. Yeah. The baritone guitar is nice because I, I, you have to spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to play it in a different key. Like on the instrument because the notes aren't the same. Mm -hmm. And so you have to figure that out. And while you're figuring that out, you might accidentally play something else that's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 What about you? W-B-U. Um, with writing, uh, my kind of thing is that I, if I don't know where to start, I just outline it. Uh, I write very much to a plan to a big extent. I'm a planner. I'm a plotter, not a pantser. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing within the writing uh, sphere. You're either a plotter or a pantser. Or if you're in the middle, you're a planter. What is a pantser? Uh, you write by the seat of your pants so you don't, like, outline oh. it first. Oh, P-A-N-T-S. Pantser. Because I heard that as, like, P-A-N-C-E-R. Like, dancer? Like, yeah, I was like, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what that is. No, like, pants. Like, you wear pants. Uh, I can't, well, sometimes if I, like, take a prompt or something, like, for, like, something short, I can do that. But, like, if I'm, for writing my book, I had to, like at least have a plan of where I was going to go and then I could go back and change it later. I'm not against changing it. You have to, but Mm -hmm. like, uh, so if I'm going to like, okay, I'm going to write this chapter, I'm going to write this scene or whatever. And if I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I can't figure out what to do. I just like start like writing myself like bullet points. Like this are things that could happen or will happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I just have to like physically move my hand and write it physically. Sometimes I can't just type. I have, that's why I like handwrite everything. Yeah. At least in the first draft, that's why I did it that way first, because physically doing it helps me rather than, like, looking at a screen, because then your brain gets in screen mode, and that's just, like, different. Yeah. You get, I get stuck. Uh, probably doesn't happen to everybody, but I get stuck, and it slows me down, which is a bummer, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I do is I write something completely different as a warm-up just to get started, because then once you have, like, momentum, you've written something, your brain is like, okay, I can do this. I don't have to be, like, terrified that I can't do it. Yeah. Um... What also works for me is setting a timer on my phone. A lot of the time, if I sit down to write, I put, like, 30 minutes on my phone. I'm, like, just knowing that the timer is on somehow flips a switch in my head. Uh, And I forget about it once I start. 
But then once it goes off, it's like, oh, I did 30 minutes and I feel good about it. And then a lot of the time I keep going. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm like, if after 30 minutes I feel bad, then I know it's time to stop. That's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, it's a tip I picked up somewhere at some point, And it's, that works for me a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, I read, I draw, I video game when it's just not happening. And sometimes just doing a different media like that just kind of lets your brain relax and you can get back to it better next yeah. time, I think. I mean, sometimes sometimes it works for me. It's like if I'm having a hard time writing something, like music-wise, mm-hmm. like just listening to more music. Yep. Like, because sometimes, a lot of times I'll have lyrical ideas when I'm listening to something. And like, if I'm listening to a song... And they'll say something in the lyrics, and that'll, like, trigger something else in my head that's mm-hmm. completely different. Or maybe, like, slightly related, but a different statement, and then I can, like, go off of that. Yeah. Um, the, the nice thing about recording music, too, is that it happens in real time. And so, a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll just hit record, and then I'll just play something. And sometimes, like, it works. Or, and the nice, th- I guess, the, the, I'm spoiled with digital media. Um, if I play something and play something I like, I can, like, cut, cut that little bit out and, like, use that at some other point and, like, move things around. And yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah, that's handy. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was uh, rewards work for me. Uh, I used candy to. Corn. I was just going to talk about the candy corn <laughs> method. Uh, I used to, when I was writing, like, essays in college, I would write my outline because I have to at least handwrite something before I type anything up or my brain just, like, can't, like, cannot visualize what it's going to be until I have, like, an an outline in front of me. And then I would take a bag of candy corn and I would put a candy corn over top of each point on the paper and once I got to it, I could eat the piece of candy corn. And I did it, I did that all the time. Because I wrote papers constantly because English major... Uh, I did it all the time and it always worked and setting, you know, goals when I get to this, uh, you know, I can, if I write for an hour, I can play video games or if I, you know, get to, you know, this far in editing, then I can take myself out for Chipotle or like anything like that. It really does work for me. Ivy can do that because she has self-control. Um, I just go, well, I'll just do that thing now. And then I don't have to do the other thing. And that's that's why I don't get anything done. You know, you just got to find what works for you. Um, if you could play with an active band or write for a current TV show, I'm assuming that's for you, the first is for you and the second is for me, but if you have an idea of the other, uh, what would it be? And then her follow-up is, would you choose, like, your dream choice or would you pick one that wasn't your dream but, like, suited your talents more? Hmm. Um, hmm. The thing is, I don't watch a lot of current TV. I like watching old TV that's already done. <laughs> that's, like, exclusively what I watch. But... Current TV. What? Uh, it'd you, definitely be something funny. You could you could definitely write for Final Space. I think your yeah, humor... I, I, I think your humor is of that same... Is right there? Yeah. See, that would be like, the, it suits you, but is it my dream? Right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it'd probably be great. Tom Kenny's there. 
Yeah. Anywhere where Tom Kenny is, sign me up. Uh, if they would let me take over SpongeBob and make it not ruined, <laughs> I would. But I don't know that I want to like approach that dumpster fire at this at this point in my life. If it was two thousand and one, if I could go back in time to two thousand and one and write SpongeBob, yes. <laughs> it's because they uh, stopped hand drawing everything. That's why. Well, it's because all the staff is different now. Yeah, is that's why. true. Uh, um, R.I.P. Stephen Hillenburg. Yeah, really. That's so sad. Yep. Um, I feel like it would be so fun to write for an animated show. Yeah. But I don't watch that many current ones. We're just, like, Adventure Time in it up. I mean, Adventure Time is pretty current but i don't I mean it's it's not it's over though i don't know what is on now i'll i'll go with final space for now that All would right. be great uh what band would you be in uh that is a great question i listen i didn't know the answer to this and now i know the answer to this uh it's the who that is a the dream gig <laughs> and i would totally be able to do it and also, they need a bass player. So it's... it's, it's I don't know who... they need a bass player? Well, John died in 2002. Oh. Um, and then I didn't... I don't know if I knew that. Pino was playing bass for them for a while. Uh, but I don't know who's playing bass for them now. You're like... You know how they replaced uh, the guy in Journey with that guy from, like, Thailand? Yeah. It's just because he sounds exactly like him and knows all their songs? Right. Uh, you, you sound exactly <laughs> like... John and know all their songs already. No, if if that was the case, I would be playing bass for Led Zeppelin. Oh. Um, it's become a running joke that I am the uh, the Led Zeppelin jukebox. Because uh, <laughs> I know how to play most of the songs. <laughs> you can play, like, all the Who songs, can't you? No. I can play a lot of them. Um. um at one point, I could play Won't Get Fooled Again, like, note for note. Wow. Um, it helps that there's, like, a three-minute synthesizer break in the middle. Sure. But, uh, I think playing for The Who would be awesome. They're they're playing a Blossom, but they're doing, like, an orchestra tour. Oh. It's like, I don't want to see The Who with an orchestra. I, I want to see, see The Who. <laughs> I just want to see f- the four-piece The Who. Yeah. You know, Ringo's son was their drummer for a while. No, I didn't He know. might still be their drummer. I don't know. I didn't know that. Yep. Cool. So that's all of Anna's questions. Thank you, Anna. You rock. Thank you. Ten brownie points to you. Ten situation bucks. Everyone should sit you bucks. When you get... Wait a minute. What is it? Ten Stanley Nichols. (laughs) Stanley Nichols. You get a shroot buck. Um, Everyone should go look at her art. It's banana? Yeah. Is it banana? Uh believe it's just oh we'll share it i can't off the top of my head it's hard to remember i believe it's just b-u-n-a-n-n-n-a there's an extra n i think so i think i don't know that was that was really bad uh that was a really bad plug um but the pikachu is super cute we'll have to i i kind i listen i kind of want to make when she did the picture of ray with the sleeping situation i think that should be the new the new uh cover picture for the next hundred episodes 
I was going to, I mean, I wanted to do it for season two, but now we're almost at season three. Well, we can make a season as long as we want. We've never ended the season. No, I mean, it's, that's just for my own amusement, mostly. We will ask her and maybe she will be kind enough to let us use her art. All right. I have a couple questions over here. How about oh that? Oh my gosh. This is going to be the longest episode in history. It absolutely We got to try is. and pick it up a little bit. All right. But just we're going to be here until we answer all these. All right. Here Listen we go. Listen to this episode in parts if you need to. All right. Here's um, this question comes from my mother. Uh, she says, if you could meet anyone dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you talk to them or want to ask them? Oh. This is, like, always a hard question for It me. is always a hard question because there's so many people. And it's also, like, I don't want to waste it on somebody that I feel like I maybe have the potential to meet someday. Because there are a lot of authors that I would love to talk to, but it's, like, if I'm able to get somewhere, like, it's conceivable that I could meet them. Yeah. So, I'm like, I don't want to waste it on somebody that I feel like I would have maybe more potential to meet without this special wish. Sure. <laughs> don't want to waste my special wish. I have I have two that immediately come to mind. Okay. Um, and it's not like... It's not like I have a burning question yeah. that I have to know. Like, I think it would be cool to just spend an evening with these people and kind of just, like... Like, talk to them. Talk and... to them about stuff. Yeah. And things. Um, one is Jocko. Yeah. Um, just, just talk base with Jocko. Like, I just want to, like hang out with Jocko. Yeah. Um, and two is Alfred Hitchcock. Like, I would love to <laughs> just go... Is he dead? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I would just love to go to dinner with Alfred Hitchcock because he's actually super funny. Mm. Um, I I was just watching... I said I was just watching something about North by Northwest last night, and he said there was one scene that he really wanted to do where Cary Grant hides in Abraham Lincoln's nose and then has a sneezing fit. <laughs> That is very funny. Yeah, he's like, he's actually really, for like, the quote-unquote grandmaster of horror, he is like one of the funniest dudes ever. Yeah. That's I think, funny. Yeah, I think it would be really interesting. Like, yeah, let's like, just have dinner and like, just talk about stuff. For sure. Um, I'm leaning toward Jane Austen. Hmm. Uh... Very, she comes from a very different time, but you can tell by her books that, like, there's a lot of universal themes in there that still very much apply. It's just a different society that they're showing up in. Sure. So, besides just talking about, like, writing or whatever, it would be just interesting to talk to her about, like, life philosophy and, like, you know, life experience and all that. I think that's what I'll go with. She's, yeah. she's way up there on my author list. If I had to pick an author... I might go Oscar Wilde. Oh, he, he would just, be a riot. He just seems like the most fun person. Yes, absolutely. Either the curtains go or I do. That is, listen, it's, it's one of my favorite quotes <laughs> of all time. It's so succinct and brilliant. It's like, it's, it, it makes me angry. I think it's, that probably sums him up as a person pretty well. <laughs> Um, cool. So, should I go with the next set? Um, if you want to. I have one more standalone question. Go ahead. Here. Go. All right. Um, so that was from my mom. Thanks, mom. And this is from my sister. Um, also she sent me this, uh, meme. (laughs) 
Lots of people trying to wake up Snorlax. Uh, yeah, and it says, uh, it's Snorlax is me, and then there's like all the Pokemon TV show characters trying to move him, and it says 6 o'clock, 6.05, 6.30, 6.45. My alarms. My alarms every morning. Uh, my sister says, if you could be a guest on any talk show or late night show, which one would it be? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. I, mm, so, legacy answer, Johnny Carson. Obviously. All right. Now, I might go... Does WTF count? No. Okay. It's a talk show, kind of. No, it's a podcast. All right, fine. Fine. (laughs) Fine. I might go... Oh, Ellen. I changed my mind. It's Ellen. Okay. (laughs) I might go Conan. Yeah. That'd be fun. Conan's good. Yeah. That's a good question. That is a good question. Thanks, Sam. Thank you. Um, okay, the next group I have are from Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. She sent me Lauren. a whole bunch of questions. Lauren's first question's not a question, but we're doing it anyway. Lauren says, Matt has to say a sincere compliment about the Jonas Brothers. Um, uh, a sincere compliment? Yeah, you have to sincerely compliment the Jonas Brothers right now. I mean, Nick Jonas is very attractive. Does that count? That's about Nick Jonas. What about the Jonas Brothers? The Jonas Brothers? They are a band. That's not a compliment. That's a fact. Um, all right. Compliment. A sincere compliment. I applaud their ability to break out of the Disney Channel, uh, Disney Channel-ness and uh, come back and put out new music. That is... A lot of people don't survive that awfulness. That's very true. And you commend Compliment them. completed. Good. That'll have to do it. Uh, Lauren sent us, first of all, Would You Rather. Okay. Uh, she said, Would you rather be able to read anybody's mind, but you can't tell whose thoughts you're listening to? Like, so you could read anybody's, but you don't know who's, who you're okay. hearing. Or you can read one person's mind, but you get to pick who they are, but you only can read that person's mind forever. Forever? Uh... I mean, like, when you want to, I guess. I have questions, though. I don't have answers because I didn't write the question which one. Um, I would pick one person, I think. Uh, is it like if you're li- if if you're hearing a person's thoughts, is it somebody you're like in the room with or is it just a person somewhere? A person somewhere, I would say. See, that's too vague. I don't know. I have to know more information. Because if it was, like, a person that you were in the vicinity of, then, like, okay, that might come in handy. I, I don't I, know. But I might go with one person's thoughts forever. I would go with one person's thoughts. Yeah. Who would you pick? That's not the question. Oh. That was my I question. I don't know. I'd go with Ray. Oh, I'd go with Ray. <laughs> I would absolutely go with Ray if that's the, uh, if that's a choice. It's probably just, ah! But we'd hear it in English. Okay. <laughs> no, that's just if what all you she's can hear thinking. is ah, wah, wah. that's fine too because I could hear it any time of the day I wanted. It makes me happy. <laughs> um, the next several questions from Lauren are from a game that she used to play on her version of the Sundial podcast, and it's a game called Ten Out of Ten Butt. And how it works is uh, you imagine your perfect uh, significant other. There are ten out of ten looks, personality, everything wise. But there's one 
you know, red flag or one flaw, and you have to decide if you would still date this person. I believe the rule was, like, you have to date them long-term. Yeah. Uh, would you date them long-term if they were 10 out of 10 out of everything but this one thing? Okay. So here are all the 10 out of 10 situations she gave me. Uh, this one is a Philly Fresh original. Our friend Philly Fresh, I guess, always used this one. Uh, 10 out of 10, but they can't walk downstairs. I would say yes, because I think that's something that wouldn't be that difficult to get around, because most places are fairly accessible nowadays. Also, it seems like they could walk up the stairs, just not down. So you could carry them, conceivably, or take the elevator down. Yeah, most public places have other ways of getting up and down stairs. Yeah. Um, in your house, you could just slide down on your butt. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that works too. They would just have to sit yep. and slide. I think that's, I say yes on that one. All right. I'll, I'll also go with yes. I could live with that. Okay. 10 out of 10, but they can only be intimate when Hey Ya is playing. <laughs> yes. I love that song. <laughs> Um, that's, that's going to get a no for me, Bob. Uh, no, hey, ya doesn't do it for you. So here's the thing. It would be fine, like, three or four or five times, uh, by like, mm, you know, year three, it's gonna, one of two things are going to happen. One, you're either just going to vomit at the sound of that song. Why? No. Or if you hear it any time in public, you're just going to get super turned on. <laughs> and both of those are... You're are, saying I'm going to get classically conditioned? <laughs> if you do it enough times, yeah. All right. You totally would. Well, I'm saying yes anyway. All right. You're saying no? That's a deal 50, breaker? 50-50 on Outcast. Uh, 10 out of 10, but their hair is spaghetti. <laughs> no. Yeah, also no. Um, that's gross. That's gross. <laughs> what if it dries out? Then it's just all hard and crusty? And then I it breaks know. off? Maybe. 10 out of 10, but they cut the grass with scissors and won't let anyone else cut it. I'll say yes, because I don't have to be concerned with that. We live in an apartment. That is fine. <laughs> grass cutting, not an issue. Sure. I guess that's a good loophole. Uh, 10 out of 10, but they're deathly allergic to cats. No. Nope. Deal breaker. Can't do it. Uh, 10 out of 10, but they can read your mind, but you can't read theirs. No. Um, I feel like that would get me in trouble. Yeah, I would say no. That would make me uncomfortable, and I would feel uh, like my privacy was being invaded, even if they didn't do it on purpose. And also, I'm paranoid that people can read my mind now, and I don't like the feeling when I'm like, did somebody just read my mind? And then I sit there and I think in my head, like, I'm sorry if you're reading my mind. And I don't need that kind of paranoia in my life. So that's a big old no from us on those? I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm sure the other person would not be fine with that. That's, that's, where, that's where the issue is. Well, are you saying yes or no, then? I'm, I'm, I'll just say no. Because it's, just, it's not going to end well. I guess not. So that's all of Lauren's questions. Neat. Thank you for sending those in, my friend. Um... My dad sent us a question. Let's discuss. Uh, which version of The Sound of Silence is better? 
Simon and Garfunkel or the Disturbed cover? I have a very specific answer to this question. Um, only the album version of The Sound of Silence. That is the supreme version. What Are you saying, like, not live or anything? Yes. Is there another version? Because they've done... There's live versions. Yeah. Where it's just them and a guitar, but there's no... Because, like, in the, in the studio version, there's, like, drums and stuff. Yes. That's the best version. I think... I agree. I think I agree with that. The Disturbed I, one isn't bad. I don't hate it, but I definitely like the Simon and Garfunkel better. I'm I'm not a fan of the Disturbed version. I uh, don't hate it, but I don't prefer it. It's sure. it's a little too heavy for what the song is. Maybe I think that's. It's like it could be true. It's like if uh, if it's System of a Down did a cover of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It's just it's kind of. I mean, I think it's kind of interesting, though. Okay. There's something interesting about it to me. Um, but yeah, Simon and the Garf can can have the, the top version in my mind. Um, cool, thank you for sending that in, Father. Uh, next, we have one person who took us up on our offer to uh, send us a voice memo and say their questions out loud. Yes. So, do you want to listen to it? You can jot down what they are as we go, because I don't want to keep pausing it. So let's listen to it. Okay. And then we'll answer the questions. You have paper in front of you, so you should write them I down. I do. Um, all right. So I got to figure out some technology. Uh, so we'll see. I, I don't know why I'm explaining it, because I can always just fix it in post. We're going to edit some of this. We're going to have to. All right. We've been sitting here forever. No, it's fine. Uh, and before we play this, this is our good friend, Katerina. All right. Let me figure it out. Figure it out. Hi, Ivy. Hi, Matt. Um, it's Katerina here, which you guys know because I'm sending this to you, but... If this voice memo doesn't work on the podcast, everybody, I'm I'm Kat. Um, I'm currently stuck in a traffic jam on my way home from Cleveland because I currently work there. And so I figured this would be the perfect time to ask you guys some of those questions for your podcast. Um, so I'm just kind of rattling them off. I had a couple that I like for sure knew I was going to ask. Don't have anything written down. This is just kind of coming from the inner mechanisms of my mind, which are an enigma. Uh-huh. Um, so my first question is, what are both of your top three pet peeves? Um, I'm interested to hear what annoys the crap out of you. And um, next question would be, what is your least favorite episode of Spongebob and I'm gonna say within the first four seasons because those are pretty much the only seasons that are relevant um my next question I guess being in traffic would be if you could drive any car that exists in the world uh what kind of car would you drive and own like what what is your like ultimate dream car and kind of piggybacking off of that, I'm also curious if you could have any job 
in the world, like no matter what that job is, what would your absolute dream job be? And um, I guess to finish up, I'm going to ask what your favorite Parks and Rec quote is. So those are just a couple questions I have that I'm rattling off the top of my head as I sit in this traffic jam. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your 100th episode of the podcast. That's fantastic. So happy 100th and enjoy the rest of your day whenever you hear this or whenever you play it, whatever floats your goat. All right. Peace. Okay, thanks for sending us in some questions, Kat. I have uh, I scribbled them all down while you were talking, so I don't forget them. <laughs> um, all right, question question one from Kat. Top three pet peeves. Um, my number one is people that point to the thing they want on the menu while they're ordering at a restaurant. You don't have to point to it. Just tell them what you want. That's a very specific thing, and it drives me crazy. Um... Two is when people complain about something, but they don't offer any kind of, like, alternative solution to it. So, like, well, I don't like this color that you picked for something. But it's like, well, what color do you want? They're like, I don't know. Like, then shut up. (laughs) And three is, um, um, mm, people who... Um, how do I say that? Uh, oh, I lost it. Um, mm, oh. oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my. Um, now I'm, I can't think of a three. I know I hate those two things. Um, <laughs> When my sleeve gets wet when I'm washing my hands. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> what are yours? Um, people that chew with their mouths open. Ooh. Uh, people that don't cover their their mouth properly when they sneeze. And uh, bad drivers. Like just, just in general. I mean, use your turn signal. It's it's not hard. Um, uh, tailgaters make me very angry. Oh, um, I hate when people go until the lane has ended and then want to get over. Oh, that's the worst. I don't let them over. That's the worst. <laughs> I would rather crash into them than let them over. Ivy is... It's never happened yet, but, you know. A, something in Ivy opens up when she drives, and it's horrifying. I have road rage a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Cool. Uh, what is your least favorite SpongeBob episode? That's a... Hard question. Least favorite. Um, if, like, you know, it would be very easy to say any of the new ones, but she said keep it within, like, the good stuff, and that makes it hard. I'm not as crazy about the one where, um, like, Spongebob gets turned into a snail. Because he gets stabbed with, like, the snail injection after Squidward forgets to feed Gary. I just don't think that one's as funny. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny, but it's it's probably 
it might be my least favorite of like the first season, I guess. Yeah. It's just it's just okay to me. I don't think that one has as many good jokes in it. It's probably yeah. got a handful, but not as many. I think my least favorite one is like chronologically the last one I like. Mm-hmm. And it's the um where Mr. Krabs loses his shell. Uh yeah, I think that one's okay, but I don't think it's great. But I, I know which one you mean. If I had like a complete list in me in front of me, I might think of some more. Yeah. But that one came to mind right quick. Yeah. Um, I think that one has some funny parts, but I think that's a fair choice. Yeah. Um, if we could uh, drive any car, drive or own any car, I guess own any car is the answer there. Mine is so boring. I'm lame. I want a green Kia Soul. Mostly because it comes in a really nice green. <laughs> But also, I've never driven one, and I don't know if I'd like it. And I hope I do, but I really like the look of them. Yeah. But I've never driven one, so I don't know what it's like. But that's my answer. If Uh, I was going to go buy a car today and they were just like, you just have to pick one, that's what I would pick. Yeah. And they have, like, three of them right down the street. Yeah. They always have, like, three of them parked at that Kia place. Yep. Uh, I would get a Volkswagen bus. Like, one of the old ones. A bus? Yeah, like the 60s one. (laughs) I'm all about the buses right now. We are not cool. (laughs) (laughs) What? How dare you? You're supposed to say, like, oh, I want a Ferrari, or I want a... No, that's not practical. (laughs) I want a... A Corvette? I don't know. Nope, I want the bus. I want the Volkswagen bus. (laughs) You can haul all your stuff in there. Yeah, the two-tone. Can I have, like, a mattress in the back so we can, like, camp in it? I mean, they made, like, camper versions. Yeah, I think the camper ones are cool. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want a camper version. Yeah. Um, my favorite ones are, like, the early 60s ones with the little windows along the top, which are now, like, $60,000 cars. That's pretty expensive. It's crazy. Um, I've, I mean, I've always loved old Volkswagens, so it'd be definitely something in that ilk. Um, if not a bus, one of the, the fastbacks. I've always loved the fastbacks, too. I don't know what that is. Uh... Imagine a station wagon, like a Volkswagen-looking station wagon, okay. but the back like tilts down like that. Uh, okay, I think I'll I show you a you picture. Mean. Okay. Two very uncool cars. <laughs> We're hip. Um, I'm hip. If we could have any job, um, uh, ideally, I'd be like a novelist because I think part of the reason why like it's hard for me to write sometimes is because I write at work all day and then I come home and try to do it some more and my brain is just like fizzling yeah and sizzling and it's just like please let me rest and I'm like but you can't because I want to do this and I think you know I've never done it so it would probably it's it wouldn't be easy that's for sure but like being able to focus on my own writing like for large portions of the day mm-hmm. uh I think would be good for me. Alternatively, I want to run the SpongeBob Instagram. <laughs> uh, do all of their Instagram posts, come up with contests, come up with like different content you can share and like ways to get people like involved with it. Yeah. Uh, that's the fun part of social media, and I want to run an account that's fun, and I know all the quotes that I need to know. So like I'd have a quote for everything, and it'd be so fun to just like talk to people about SpongeBob stuff all yeah. day, all the time. 
Uh, my last answer is be the person who comes up with uh, comes up with the puns that are the names for nail polish colors. <laughs> Those are my dream jobs. That one's really funny to me because it's extremely specific. Yeah, but I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to do voice acting. I think that would be so much That's fun. That's cool. Um, especially if you're doing, like, multiple characters in the same show. I think that would be... I don't have that many voices, um, but I've always thought that that was a really interesting... Like, you have to bring this character to life with only your voice. Yeah. I always thought that was really cool. Um, I mean, I think acting in general would be cool. Uh, but yeah, I think voice acting would be cooler, because I like cartoons. That's your dream job? I, I don't... I think it would You be don't want to be a session basis? Well, that doesn't kind of exist anymore, but... Pretend it does. Okay. It's your dream job. Well, it doesn't if, have to exist. If that was the thing, You I can would, make it up. I, I don't do know that. that there's one person that's paid know. to make all the nail polish colors, but I want to be it. Okay. I do know that a real job is somebody who, like, sniffs candle scents for a living and tells them if it smells like what they think it smells like. Have you ever seen the guy that tests the ice cream with a golden spoon? Yes, I think so. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So would you... So... Would, would like, session musicians still go on your thing? Because I feel like that's what you would, like, be perfectly suited for. I mean, I think I'd be good at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very good producer. I'm not that great of, like, a songwriter, but I can take other people's songs and make them better. So, like, session... So be a producer. Session musician, producer, that kind of person. Yeah. That's cool. It just, I feel like you would love to just show up and, like, play it real good, mess around with it a little bit you know, see what fits together and everything, but just then just play it and be done and it'd be, like, good. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite like, things... Like, I just want to show up and play good. My favorite things is when I'm playing not my music. <laughs> Great. It's cool. Um, and lastly, uh, what is our favorite... Was it Parks and Rec quote? Yeah. I wrote Parks and R, and then <laughs> forgot to write the rest of it down. Parks and R. Uh... I know that I have a favorite, and I forget it until I remember it. I have, what is my favorite? I have several favorite, and so I'm going to go through them. Please do. Uh, right now. Um, uh, I'm concerned you didn't hear correct me correctly. Uh, what you might have heard was, bring me a lot of bacon. <laughs> what I said was, bring me all the bacon you have. Um, that's really good. I think my favorite is probably uh, time is money, money is power, power is pizza. Pizza is knowledge. Pizza is knowledge, yes. That might be my favorite. I'm, I know there's one I'm forgetting. I mean, I love the Calzones betrayed me. <laughs> I just used that one the other day. That one's fairly applicable. You can use it for anything. Right. Like, anytime your stomach's upset, you just say the calzones betrayed me. Um, I love John Ralphio going, The worst! <laughs> um, I know. I'm forgetting something. I for sure am. Oh, it's uh, Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his life. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Bobby Newport. <laughs> That's it. That's such I a great, just like such a like, great scene. It's not about something, it's about the cones. I forget what the other part of it is, though. It's about the cones. I don't recall. 
Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kat. That was fun. You rule. Uh, we got a couple more to go still. Uh, we're still here. I hope you're all still here. Okay, our next big batch of questions is from Holly. Holly sent us some good questions. Thanks, Holly. Uh, what's your favorite Cold Stone mix-in slash Blizzard type? We probably eat Blizzards a lot more often. I've gone to Cold Stone like four times in my entire life, I think. Yeah. Um, I am a big vanilla guy. Like, just straight. <laughs> that being said, I do love cheesecake. Uh, that also being said, ice cream messes me up real bad. <laughs> Uh, so my ice cream intake has drastically decreased over the past couple of years, um, because it is often, uh, a poor decision. So what blizzard would you get? If uh, you were gonna get, you know, if, if ideally you could have one. Um, I'm not too hip to the blizzard flavors. I was always big on the, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm -hmm. Um, though I do love a strawberry cheesecake. Those are... Two of my choices. Those are, like, my top two. Uh, my favorite, actually, I think my favorite ice cream topping mix-in of, of all time is Heath Bar. Heath Bar is the best ice cream topping. I'll fight you. It's the perfect old people candy, and it's great for ice cream. I have a problem with the term mix-in, because it sounds like you're saying mixing. Mix-in. But you're saying, like, mixin but you're saying it very, uh, very properly, like, mix-in. It just bothers me. I've never... That's just always bothered me. Like, the word vehicle. I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry? Did we answer the question? I think so. Okay, I think so, too. Chocolate or cherry? Uh, those are two very difficult things for me. What? Chocolate, cherry, what? Chocolate or cherry? Chocolate or cherry? It depends. I would say chocolate in general. I think most things... Here's the thing. Uh, most things that are cherry-flavored taste like gross cough medicine. That's what I mean. Except for actual cherries. I do like like a cordial cherry chocolate, like when they put it in like a box of chocolates. Oh, that's awful. Oh, I, I love those. That. I hate that I so buy much. those for my grandpa every Christmas, and I'm always a little bit jealous that I don't get to eat them, because he likes them. Um, but I don't like fake chocolate either. Uh, so things that are flavored, either of those things, I def I usually don't like. Like, you know how, like, a, it's like a chocolate-flavored ice cream doesn't usually taste like chocolate. But, like, a bar of chocolate, yes. Good. I do not eat chocolate-flavored ice cream. I put chocolate in vanilla ice cream. Or if it's, like, chocolate-flavored yogurt or something, it's like, mm. Yeah. Uh, but in general, chocolate over cherry. Um, I have never been a big chocolate guy. Uh, I do like... <laughs> You're a vanilla guy, straight up. I'm a vanilla guy. Uh, I do like chocolate chips in things. Um, th uh, like cookies. I like chocolate in my cookies, but not chocolate cookies. Um, I mostly like cherry things. Uh, I, Ivy doesn't like it. I, I like cherries, but I don't like anything cherry flavored. But I like when there are cherries. We got this, um, it was like, what was that stuff called? It was a cherry soda, uh, what? it was like a, it was, it wasn't a beer, but it was like a cherry. A cider? Cherry cider, yes. Yeah. It was so good. It was like cherry blossom yes. strongbow, I think. Yes. Which is very good. 
Cherry Blossom is different from Cherry. Ah. But it, it was somewhat. It was red. That was for sure. And it did not taste like liquid Tylenol, which is the only thing that I'm going for. <laughs> Any, like, candy that's cherry-flavored, just throw it out. Like, I don't... I would rather die. Well, I'll eat all the <laughs> cherry starbursts, then. There aren't cherry starbursts. There are. The red ones. Are they apple? No. Oh. Those are okay. Those are okay. Those can stay. Cherry uh, Kool-Aid? No. Uh, Jolly Ranchers? No. Anything like that? Nope. That's fine, because those are my favorite Jolly Ranchers. So Gross, you, you no. You cannot eat Strawberry them. is the best Jolly Rancher. You're crazy. Pink. Pink candy is the best. Uh, <laughs> mellow music or party music? So you want to be mellow, you want to get pumped up. Uh, generally mellow music. Um, unless it's a party. It absolutely depends on mood, and that's really hard, but, like, if I had to pick one, like, I gotta keep one and, like, nix the other... Party. Okay. Because I use I use music to pump myself up when I need it. Uh, I couldn't live without the song "Eye to Eye" by Powerline, and that's party music. So, <laughs> so I have to pick party. Tom or Jerry? I prefer Tom. He's I, funny. I think I also prefer Tom. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's kind of mostly a jerk. Yeah. You know what, when you think about it, well, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, he's just trying to, like, sleep in his bed, but then, like, you know, Tom's shoving a stick of dynamite in there or something. But Jerry is more often, I think, the instigator. Yeah. Tom's just trying to get rid of him because he's like, this mouse is annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think they're both equally at fault a lot of the time, but good point. Uh... Daffy Duck or Bugs Bunny? This is tough for me, because I like them both a lot. This is incredibly difficult. I love Looney Tunes. Yeah. So much. This is really hard. <laughs> Bugs Bunny is great, always. Mm-hmm. Daffy Duck is super underrated. Yeah. Especially, like, the old, old Daffy Duck... Mm-hmm. He's, like, really crazy. Yeah. Like, he's... The first, like, Daffy Duck is the Dodo Bird. Yeah. Which is my favorite Looney Tune. My favorite Looney Tune is a Daffy Duck. Yes. You know my favorite Looney Tune. I do know your favorite Looney Tune. My favorite Looney Tune is Porky and Wacky Land. Because um, <laughs> it has the Dodo Bird. And he's so funny. Uh, I like the one where the illustrator's hand is like drawing and racing over Daffy Duck. I mean, Daffy that's, Duck that's argues a really with good one. Uh, it's meta, and I love it. I absolutely love it. The first time I saw it, I was like, "This is the best thing anyone's ever made." But Bugs Bunny is so funny too, though. Like it's just a different. Their humors are different. Yeah, which is why it's good. I, this is really hard, though. I have to say Daffy Duck because that is my favorite Looney Tune. I might also go Daffy Duck. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting turn of events here on the situation. Uh, orange juice or lemonade? Uh, neither. Hard pass. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, if I could only keep one lemonade. Ugh. Um, if... 
I love this one. If we were to summon you, what five items should we put on the pentagram to represent and summon you? <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. This is, I'm, I am intrigued by mm-hmm. this question. I, I like this a lot. Uh, it's kind of like, this used to go around on Tumblr, I think, a lot of the time. Like, what five items would I would you use to summon me or whatever? You'd, like, ask people and they would send you, like, what they think. All right, let me think about this. And you can tell me if I'm correct or not. Um, a cookie. A cookie. <laughs> that, that was going to be my first one. I was thinking about the other ones. A cookie. Um... This is this is hard. I'm not that interesting. Um, a cookie. <laughs> Five cookies. Uh, a flannel shirt. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Um, a slice of pizza with the cheese removed. <laughs> Does it have to be removed, or could it have had no cheese to begin with? Uh, it doesn't matter. But the presence of cheese uh, ensures that this will not work. <laughs> um, that's three. Mm-hmm. Uh, a can of Mountain Dew and a Snorlax Pokemon card. That's very good. That's the final piece. You have to put the, the... You have to play the Snorlax last. Yeah. And then you appear. Yep. Good. Um, for me, it would be... Cute notebook. Um, a copy of Kingdom Hearts 2. For PS2. Um, donut. <laughs> One donut. One, like, pink frosted sprinkle donut. Like a Homer Simpson-ass donut. Um, Did you see there was an office meme the other day where there was a, it was like, um, this donut company introduces an all kale donut. Yeah. And it's Angela like, I don't want garbage. I want well, sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. I think I did see that one. It was very good. <laughs> okay. So what did I say? Notebook, Kingdom Hearts 2. Yep. A donut. Um. A donut? A donut. Do you actually say donut? Just for fun. Just okay. to be silly. Uh, a baseball cap with something stupid written on it. <laughs> or a stupid picture on it. Um, a lipstick. Okay. We have That's been, pretty good, right? We have been summoned. Yeah, we have that, been summoned. That seems all right. <laughs> that seems just all right. Uh, common time or cut time? What a niche question. Com- common. C- cut time is the absolute... God awful worst. Just write what time signature it is. Yeah, but if you're gonna be writing like thirty second notes, like just writing it a sixteenth is a lot. Don't easier. write. Don't 
no, nobody needs that many notes. Yeah, but sometimes that happens. That's no, all I'm saying. You don't need that's that many notes. That's the only notes. time that I would... You don't need that many notes. That's the only time I would allow it. That's one of my favorite jokes at work. I work in a music store, if this has not been clear. Um, and sometimes people complain about the fretboards need not being long enough. Mm-hmm. Or like acoustic guitars not having cutaways. And I always go, you don't need those notes anyhow. <laughs> don't need them. Uh, chicken or turkey? Uh, this is tough because I like them both. Those are my two favorite meats. Chicken is always better than turkey. Turkey is dry and bland. Yeah, but turkey is the best lunch meat on a sandwich. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Ham. Ham is gross. Ham. I don't like ham. I only like ham when it's hot. Uh, hot ham. <laughs> it's, uh, what's that from? What? Hot ham water. I don't, I don't know. What is hot ham water from? That's uh, Arrested Development. Uh, Lindsay doesn't know how to cook and she makes hot ham water. <laughs> I was like, I know I know this from somewhere. <laughs> okay. Because he made it on that uh, Binging with Babish oh. channel where he makes the stuff from like TV. Yeah. He was like, I'm trying to figure out what that could actually be as a real food. And he made some kind of like stock like soup yeah. thing that was hot ham water. Anyway, because he also made, like, a frozen banana and whatever. Does he uh, make the burger from the Bubble Bass episode? Yes, he does. It's so good. Good. It's He, like, de- he got somebody to, like, decode, like, what all the things he says right. mean. So it's, like, it's, like, 20 patties and, like, it's, like, so tall he can't, like, Listen, can we try spaghetti tacos sometimes? Yes. Um, On a stick? My answer is chicken. Between chicken and turkey? Good. But, no, we can't put it... He didn't put the spaghetti taco on a stick. He just put a taco on a stick. Okay. <laughs> I like the... What uh, a great... What a great reference we're having the, here. There's the donut on the stick, but it's like... <laughs> he puts the bagels, it's... like, sideways. Oh, it's bagels, I think it's yeah. bagels. But, yeah, they're on there sideways <laughs> and not just around through the whole... My favorite is the time he comes out and just goes, Buy a bell pepper! He's got bell peppers. Listen, I loved that show so much. Actually, it was better than anyone ever gave it credit for. Like, there were stupid things about it, but it was really funny at the same time. I was listening to an interview. Who was that with? Let me think about it for a second. It was Gina Davis. And there, mm-hmm. she put this documentary about out about women in show business. Okay. And she said that girls will watch, like, in young TV like young people TV shows. Yeah. Girls will watch boys, but boys won't watch girls. Right. And I was like, I absolutely watch the heck out of iCarly all the time. I think it's a blanket statement that's like a little bit true, yeah. but like, you know, case by case. I was also slightly older then. Yeah. And so I could like appreciate the humor of Yeah, you didn't more. care that right. much it like it was a girl. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um Holly has one more and it's fruit or vegetables. I would say generally fruit, though I do like both. I don't like either of those things. That's why you're going to get scurvy. You won't eat fruit or vegetables. <laughs> you can't. You're going to get scurvy. Remember what I said about vehicle? Like, the opposite <clears throat> is scurvy. What scurvy you... is always funny to me. <laughs> just as it's one of the most just, like, phonically beautiful words <laughs> ever made. Scurvy. Because you can't not say it like a pirate. Scurvy. It's impossible to say that word and not sound, sound like, like a Patchy pirate. Sound like Patchy the Pirate? Yeah. Scurvy. Fruits or vegetables? Um, mm. I don't like either of those things. You have to pick but one. But vegetables, probably. Vegetables? Vegetables. Good. Um, Why don't have... you write me a letter 
and tell me the name of your favorite vegetable. Do you don't have any other questions, do you? I do not. Okay, uh, we got our final two questions. Pentultimate question. And they're from Tabby. Thanks, Tabby. Thanks, Tabby. We put these last because these are like, she asked two questions about the podcast. So I thought we would do that last to make it commemorative. Oh. Uh, Sorry I had to wait so long. This is the longest episode of a podcast that's ever been recorded. Ever, maybe. Uh, Her first question is, what are your top five top fives? Um, I can absolutely tell you that my top five, my most favorite top five is the uh, potato. Uh, (laughs) I think those are the funniest. Like the potato, the cookies, and the ice cream, and the Pop-Tarts. Those were all Oh, the Pop-Tarts were so good. The Pop-Tart was a really good one. Yeah, the potatoes one is probably the best one we've ever done. I think so. Because we had the strongest feelings about those than anything else we've ever ranked. I didn't have strong feelings. You just screamed the whole time, and that's why That's what I scream about. That's the only thing I scream about in my entire life. I would have to, like, seriously sit down with a list of the top fives we've done (laughs) and, like, actually go through them. I think those food ones are always really fun just because, like, the way we try to rationalize them are always, like, ridiculous. Like, I just... What do you mean? I just mean? like chocolate chip better. But, like, you have to come up with a reason to... I'm... No, I'm to, correct. To, like, rationalize. No. I'm correct. Uh, I love ranking the top five Spongebobs. That was a fun time That for was me. fun. Uh, that time that we did top five How I Met Your Mother characters, because there were only five of them. That was... Yeah, that, that was, was a fun. fun time. And we had, uh, like, totally different lists. Kind of, yeah. I think, I we, think we, we both... We both agreed on Marshall, though, didn't yeah. we? We both had him at number one. Yeah. Yeah. But everything else was, like, totally all over the place. I think kind of, yeah. Interesting. Because didn't, didn't you say that Robin was, like, the second best character? Yeah. I had her as the worst character. Yes. Because she's the worst. No. The worst. It's because you are Ted. The worst. You you misread both How I Met Your Mother and 500 Days of Summer, and I'll say it And the again. ending of The Graduate. The By default, the- <laughs> also the ending of The Graduate. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I also thought doing the Tom Kenny voices one was really fun, and I want to do more of those. That was really fun. I want to do the Tara Strong one really bad. Yeah, I was surprised we had so many that were the same. I thought you weren't going to put Hugh. No, of course not. Okay. It's so funny to... We already had this conversation. I won't do it again. (laughs) Uh, that was fun. Um... Trying to... Uh, I liked doing the bottom five Beatles songs was really fun. That was really fun. I enjoyed that. Because it's fun to uh, hate things. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Bottom fives are fun to me. Um, we've listed several. I don't know that I could rank them, but those are a lot of memorable ones. Yeah. That I can think of. I, I agree with which ones we have said. I'm sure we're forgetting some fun ones that we've done. Yeah. Um, those are all good, for sure. Yeah. Um, her last question, our last question of the episode... Uh, what's the greatest thing you've gained from doing your podcast? Uh, I don't know. Something to do. <laughs> uh, I told her my secret answer was that there's recorded footage of Ray saying meep. <laughs> uh, but my favorite thing about the podcast is that we get to do it together. Oh. That's why I like to do it, because I like having something special that we do just the two of us for you and me. Oh. That's sweet. Because I love you. I mean, it is pretty... I love you, too. It is pretty nice to have, like, a recorded thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's... 
that's why people make music and put it on a, a disc. We are now immortal on the internet. Nice. Have you ever thought about that? Like, this will yeah. be on the internet. Until um, we take it down. Until at least, like, 2022 when the world burns up. Uh, right. But uh, it'll, yeah. So that's forever, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird to think about. Like, uh, somebody's grandchildren could be like, oh, th- these people were, like, from the, you know how, like, you look at old movies, and the, everyone's walking around real fast. Uh, it'll be like that. Yeah. Only it's just audio, and uh, nobody will get any of our references. That's fine. A hundred years in the future. That's the fun part, is that it's really just for us, and that's why I like it. And, like, the fact that other people want to follow along is wonderful, because we're doing it just for us. Yeah, for the most part. There's, yeah. I'd, some things we do for the people. Well, yeah, um, sure. But, but I, just... I, I mostly enjoy it. <laughs> The bits. Yeah. I like that it forces us to, uh, like, partake in media every week. That's true. Because sometimes and I... And, like, fr- be critical about it. I Sometimes I forget to listen to music um, or watch movies. Yeah. Or play board games. Um, or... Yeah. We need a review network. It's so good. You'd watch it again with me? I would, I, I would watch it again right now. It's so good. <laughs> That's the mark of a good movie is when you're like, I would watch it again... You just finished it. You're like, I want to watch that again. I watched 500 Days of Summer twice within 24 hours. You did do that. I did do that. Good stuff. Uh, Thank you, Tabby, for the questions. And we did it. We got to the end of the list of questions, and this episode is twice as long as usual, uh, because it's twice the fun. Am I right, sisters? Okay. (laughs) That was just for me. That was just fun for me. Hey, that was fun. Uh, anyone listening can send us any questions anytime. It doesn't have to be a special episode um, in order for us to answer questions. But thanks again to everybody that did send questions and participate. We love you very much, and that was super fun. That was super fun. Um, you can send us uh, any questions about anything you want, and we will answer them on the podcast. Could be uh, what our favorite uh, chips are, or what our favorite... Uh, uh, mm, uh, Will Ferrell movies are, or that'd be a good top five. I have a I have a feeling like that would we would not have any of the same movies. Um, I only really like two Will Ferrell movies. Well, you got to rank them anyway. Don't say you got to like them. You got to rank them. Nah. Okay. Um. Elf also, is, Lego movie. Elf count. is not good. I forgot about the Lego movie. No, right? Um, anything else? Uh, no. Just thank you for listening. Thank you for being there with us as we hit 100 episodes. It's a big milestone that means nothing in the long run, but it's also very fun for us. And it's a proud moment for me. We've done uh, 100 of these in a row every week for 100 weeks. The Mostly. first couple of them were a little off, but, right. but we might as well just say, because we pretty much did one a week, we just put them all out Right. then at the same time. We, we did one a week, and then my computer crashed. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> close enough. Yeah. It's been very close to that, and we'll just call it that, because it's easier. 
Yeah, how about that? How about that? That's how a lot of weeks. About that? We've been doing that it. That is a lot of weeks. Uh, can we take a week off? Sure. I, I might I might want to do that. This I don't think anyone would have a problem with that because this one was twice as long. Yeah. So listen to half of it. I don't. Uh, if you're at the end of this podcast, only listen to half of it, please. <laughs> I don't even know if it will let us upload this long of a podcast. I would imagine. Sure, it will. will. All right. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. I think I would like maybe a week off. We'll see how I'm feeling it next week because I might just want to do one. We'll keep you updated. We. I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. We just gave just, you just have a break. Listen, it's been long enough that if you just go back, like, I don't know, 90 episodes, you've probably forgotten what we talked about. That's probably true. You really miss our voice that much. You can just listen to that. And uh, send us some suggestions for things to talk about when we do come back. We'll have lots to talk about when we do come back. Why? Because it'll be like two weeks from now. Oh, (laughs) I thought you meant like something very exciting is coming up. Is it? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Ivy's birthday is coming up. How about that? Kind of, yeah. How about that? Ooh. I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm uh, not getting old. Sure, I am. We all are. Every single day, every single second. Well, now I'm sad. And uh, it's time to end the podcast. Thanks again for everything and for being awesome and for sending us questions and for hanging out, putting us in your ear holes. And we'll see you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye.